So, moving on from uh, strip club talk, I guess. Yeah. What you uh, got? What you got, right. babe? Just, I kind of want to stray from uh, politics. I know I get, like, into it too much. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to take over, you know, the entire episode, even though there are some pretty important things happening. Well, let's talk about but, it. Uh, well, yeah, we could we could get into it a little bit. That's fine. Um, <laughs> just a few things that uh that happened recently that I I find more comical than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, about our glorious leader Trump. Hi. Um, he uh. So we've got this first hundred days. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we kind of measure a president by. And we've been doing this for a long time. Okay. Um, so he recently went on Twitter, surprise, surprise, and and basically said, it, it, you know, the first hundred days is meaningless, you know, yada, yada, yada. Which is hilarious to me because he spent, you know, his 17-month campaign bragging about all the amazing stuff he would be able to get done in the first hundred days and he's got zero of it done like none (laughs) and which is crazy because his party has the white house Mm -hmm. has the house of representatives and has um the senate they own all three branches of the executive government they have uh like 900 mayoral seats across the country like we are a republican dominated government right now and he can't get shit done he's threatening to shut down the government if he doesn't get funding for his wall he's what yeah they can they can like suspend the entire like anything congress is doing they do this every single year when they talk about uh, um, what the budget is going to be mm-hmm. for the government, every single year, since they can never agree on the budget, they shut down the entire Senate, for, and it usually lasts like a couple weeks or so. Uh, but he's threatening to do it if he doesn't get money to build his stupid fucking wall. Who? First of all, who's going to pay for the wall? Who's he expecting to pay for this wall? Ugh. Well, his attorney general, Jeff Sessions, the little racist Keebler elf, <laughs> he does. He looks like a fucking Keebler elf. Um, he says, well, Mexico may not pay for it right now, but we'll definitely be able to extract billions of dollars somewhere down the line. It's just very vague how they talk about how it's going to get paid for. Basically, you and I mm-hmm. and 300 million other Americans are going to pay for it out of our tax dollars. And then they're going to put... Uh, they're going to raise taxes on anything we import from Mexico in, in order to extract the money from Mexico. But then Mexico is just going to raise the prices of everything in order to offset the tax that we give them. So now, because we get 70% of our avocados come from Mexico, you know, a lot of tomatoes, fucking tequila, 
I love tequila. I know. I love tequila, too. Well, because of this stupid wall, if it gets built and they go through with this garbage, tequila is going to spike in price. It's probably going to be like four or five times more expensive. You know, so your $25 bottle of tequila, you go up to 115 bucks. What the fuck ever? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We better find someone else to drink, then. Yeah. (laughs) No. No, just don't build the goddamn wall. Well, I mean, that's not, that's not up to us, apparently. Uh, well, you know? it, yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty ridiculous. And then it's just something I've been watching the news mm-hmm. lately, and you know, paying attention to things around the world. It's weird. It seems like the uh, the West, you know, meaning America, Canada, Mexico, the UK area, yeah. Europe. Uh, seems like there's this really weird, like, hardcore swing towards conservatism right now. It's so strange, and I don't understand it. Like, it's like France is having an election right now, and there were three, uh, three people running. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, uh, Marine Le Pen. Who's basically like a like a neo-Nazi female version of Donald Trump? Um, yeah, no, she wants to straight up shut down mosques in France. Like wow. she's yeah, um, she's she's a crazy person. And then there's a I can't remember dude's name. Um, Macron. I don't know. I suck at pronouncing French names anyway, so I'd probably fuck it up. Anyway, he's like he's like sort of a center guy. He's like in the yeah. middle. He's not like wicked liberal or wicked conservative. And then there was a there was an extreme like uh, left leaning liberal guy. Mm-hmm. Well, the very liberal guy, boom, he's out. Uh, they had their initial voting today, and I guess they do their voting in stages. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Uh, so it's down to. Uh, Marine Le Pen mm-hmm. and this uh, macaroni guy or whatever his macaroni name is. guy. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, and it's pretty close. Um, it, I guess it's going into a runoff vote, and they'll they'll decide on I think May seventh um, who's going to be their next president. And she, like the Marine Le Pen chick, she's saying like. France's survival depends on this vote. And I'm like, she's so fucking melodramatic. That's, but that's a shit that like dictators always say. It's, you know, extremists always say that. That's what Donald Trump was saying. The survival of the U.S. Is, you know is at stake here in this presidential election. That's how they motivate their base of voters is by saying, you know, the the world's gonna come to an end basically if you don't fucking vote for me. And that's such a, like, only fucking inbred hillbillies fall for that shit. Well, but they fall for it every time and in big numbers. Yeah, of course, because there are a lot of them. Yeah, and and apparently France has some too, because a lot of people are voting for it. And they have had their problems with, you know, uh, terrorist attacks, and, you know, um, uh, they are 
a lot closer to the Middle East than us, so they get a lot more immigrants coming from, like, Syria and whatever, and there's going to be crime, you know. Well, my question is, are you mentioned earlier that her, this woman and Donald Trump are friends. Yeah, 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 they're buddies, they're like besties. So... Oh, she, it's, not to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. But she refers to Donald Trump's policies as, uh, as the Le Pen policy. Like, she named his policies after her. Yeah. It's See, that's kind of scary. Yeah. To think that, because the things that are happening over there are, are somewhat similar. They kind of mirror what's happening over here. Absolutely. And now, like, was she ever, did she just come out of the woodwork? No, she's been the leader of, of um, uh, France's Nationalist Party for a while. Um, and it doesn't even matter if she loses. She's got so much support that she's still going to influence French politics for a good while. Because of how much immigration they have over there. Uh, they have a lot of, of Muslim immigrants, you know, immigrants from predominantly Islamic countries. Mm-hmm. And she has created this, I, I don't want to say she created this cult following, but this, anytime you have like a surge of immigrants, you end up having a, a group of nationalists who oppose it. Mm-hmm. And she just happens to head up that group. You know, you have... It happened in America. You know, every time we had, like, a, a, a boom of immigrants from... It didn't matter where they were from. If they were Jews, you had, you know, nationalists that were anti-Semites. When they were Irish, you had nationalists that were American and hated the fucking Irish. You know? So, it, I mean, it happens. Yeah. But we integrated just fine all of our immigrants and we will continue to do so you know and france can do it too but all you're going to do by letting nationalists take over is you're going to go down the path of nationalism which (laughs) ask germany how that worked for them last time it's fucked up in 2017 when germany is the voice of reason in europe because all these other European countries, you know, including Russia and so many of them, and you had the whole Brexit thing where Britain left the European Union. I mean, they're all moving, like, farther and farther to the right, and Germany's saying, you know, no. <laughs> we still remember how badly that goes wrong. Yeah. I, I don't know. Things are happening um, that old man that died that got killed oh there are people who watched the video and were telling me i they're like did you watch it i was like no i'm not gonna watch an 85 year old man get shot in the head oh yeah yeah that was uh that was pretty wild that guy killed himself yeah um i heard that he had stopped by a mcdonald's and the girl at the drive-thru recognized him and said we're just waiting on your fries we have to we had to drop some new fries um the other ones were kind of cold or, you know, we were waiting. Threw them out, yeah. So, and then they can only keep them for like seven minutes. So. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that was enough time to get somebody there. Yeah. To follow them and, you know, to catch him. Yeah. I, it, it, it boggles my mind that 
the amount of wackadoodles that have come out of the woodwork now that yeah. Donald Trump is in office. Yeah. Like, it really does amaze me. Like, these people have been hiding undercover, and yeah. they think it's okay now to go out and just do whatever the fuck they want. Well, that dipshit that shot those two Indian guys that were in a, in a bar. Uh, what? I didn't I hear about say, this. Where did this take place? Kansas or something? Uh, a couple of uh, Indian, like, guys immigrated from India. They work over here. They live over here. They're citizens. A guy came in and shot the place up fucking um one guy lived and the other guy died um and he like explicitly said uh that his goal was to you know uh get the muslims out of this country but they weren't muslims nope they were hindu (laughs) shit they might not even have been hindu india has a ton of christians so who knows what they were but it doesn't matter they were brown that's really all all that mattered to this fuckwit you know he killed a couple of brown people you know so people are, are you know their their racism and their hatred and their xenophobia is now justified you know under under the bullshit hate filled rhetoric of the Trump administration you know when you use language that dehumanizes immigrants mm-hmm. you're basically giving tacit permission to the people who hate immigrants to uh, treat them as yeah. as less than human. You know, especially when you're a leader. You know, when you're a, a, a very public, large, powerful figure like Donald Trump, and you say, like, these animals are, are, are terrorizing our citizens and things like that. They're not. Immigrants, legal or illegal, commit less crime than American-born citizens. It isn't until the second generation of them are born here Mm -hmm. that they start committing crime at the same level as native-born Americans. So, you know, they're actually bringing our... They bring our crime rate down, you know, on a percentage basis. So, when you use that kind of language and dehumanize them there are psychopaths out there that it bolsters their their mentality towards violence and they go out there and do this shit and also another thing just came out the uh, the chief of police I think for Mm -hmm. uh, Los Angeles County um he gave a a speech the other day uh, speaking of immigrants uh illegal immigrants have started reporting uh they they've slowed down on reporting um, crimes committed against them because they're afraid of deportation now. So wow, yep. So Ill- So let's say you have a, a, a female illegal immigrant mm-hmm. from Mexico living in Los Angeles who is raped. Now she's scared to call the police because she thinks the first thing is going to happen she's going to get deported, and nothing's going to be done about the rape. Wow. They've got. I think the guy, the 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 police dude, said something like thirty percent drop in reports of rape alone. So and mean, so, and I have a hard time believing that there were thirty percent less rapes committed suddenly. You know, since January. Right. Yeah. No, people didn't just suddenly become better people. No. These 
people are just reporting the crimes less because they would rather suck it up and deal with the victimization of being robbed, raped, assaulted, whatever, than get deported. So this tells you a few things. One, that our, our policies for deportation are fucking horrible. And two, that they're like they're here because where they come from sucks. Yeah. It sucks so bad that they would rather stay quiet about being stabbed, raped, robbed. They'd rather keep that shit quiet than report it and have to go back to their home country. Yeah. So there was this thing that came across my my um, Facebook news feed. I think it was a yesterday or today. I can't even remember about this man who was arrested for murdering an intruder that broke into his house, and it seemed to be that this in, that the person who got arrested was Mexican or like of that descent. And I was like, so now. So wait, what happened? Okay, so basically... A guy? A guy got arrested for murdering someone who broke into his house. Okay. So the guy that owned the house was white dude? No, he was a Mexican. He's a Mexican family. guy. Oh, okay. Mexican or uh, of, of that descent okay. with his family right. there. And he got arrested for murdering the person who broke into his house. Which is interesting because... Listen, if you... Because, well, what's it also depends on what state it happened in. I don't remember. I really didn't read the article. Um, not every state has the castle doctrine, mm-hmm. which states that you can use whatever force necessary to defend, you know, your home. Um, Florida has it. Um, I know a few, uh, most of the southern states have it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you break into this house and I have a gun, I can shoot you in the head. There are certain things you can't do. Like, I think it was up in Michigan. Yeah. Um, this guy, had his house had been robbed a few times. And he knew it was teenagers, you know, in the neighborhood stealing shit. So he, like, set a trap. Mm-hmm. He drove his car, you know, around the block, parked it off by the woods, walked back, came in through the back door, and sat in his basement with a gun and waited. And uh, it was like a 17-year-old girl and her 18-year-old boyfriend broke in. And when they came in, he shot them both in the gut. Like, he killed the dude immediately. She's laying there with a gut shot. And he recorded the whole thing with a tape recorder. What? Not video, but just audio. And I've heard the tape, and it's horrifying to listen to. Because you hear her on the floor moaning and screaming in pain, begging for her life. And he walks over to her, stands above her, and... You know, execution style kill shot to the head. He went to prison for that. You're not allowed to uh, do that. Once the, like, he probably could have got away with it if he'd have just boom, boom, shot him and then called the police. Yeah. But he did that, walked over to her, executed her, which is illegal. And then he, like, rolled him up in rugs. I guess he was going to dispose of him or whatever. I don't know. But he ended up being the one calling the police. But so you can't do certain things. So I don't know. Like I haven't heard the story that you're talking about. Yeah. Um. But it does seem a little convenient that they would arrest the homeowner for mm-hmm. defending his home. Yeah. Um. You know, because he's a Hispanic dude. Is that why they arrested him? I don't know. But it would not shock me. 
It just, you know, it's just like you at certain, I think in this, in the state of Florida, you have the right to defend your home. Absolutely, yeah. You, you cannot we got the shoot castle doctrine the, in, the intruder in the back. You can't, yeah, you can't shoot him in the back. You know, because then, and if you do shoot, you have to shoot to kill. You can't just wound them either. Well. Because in the long run, they can end up suing you. Yeah, you can shoot to wound. Um, you're allowed to, but it's not a smart idea. Yeah. Because there have been people that have been sued by the person that they shot. So, and it's that's kind of a fucked up law or a fucked up rule. Um, you shouldn't have the right to sue somebody mm-hmm. who you were trying to rob. Exactly. How does that make any sense? That, I mean, every judge sitting on a bench should laugh that one out of court. Just laugh at it. Sorry. You're lucky he didn't kill you. Now, go get your life together. Yeah. You know, be a better human being. Stop trying, like, because you're, you're basically just trying to rob them a second time. Mm-hmm. You know? What what was he gonna, what, what is the criminal gonna get when they break into your house? Maybe a couple thousand dollars worth of stuff? Yeah. At the very most? So they get shot, wounded, and now they sue and get a million dollars? Or a couple hundred thousand? Like, they're literally robbing the person twice. Yeah. I don't find that fair at all. No. Oh, look, it's beer 30. Yes. All it right. really isn't, though. No. It's, <laughs> it's beer 42. But, um, yeah, so I kind of... Yeah, it's a, it's a crazy world. This, see, this is one of the things where it... <clears throat> I don't like strangers. I don't do things for I don't do things for strangers. I don't help strangers. Oh, I do all the time. I know. I know. And I get where you're coming from. I do. I I'm not being a cold-hearted bitch. I understand where you're coming from. But at the same time, with the way that the world has been literally going fucking schizo, I don't trust anybody. Yeah, I, no, I don't trust anybody. I, I, I trust I use... you, and I trust my mother, and certain people that I've known for a while. But for me to go out to a bar and be like, oh my god, that person looks like he needs a ride. Oh, no, 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 no. Fuck, no. fuck that shit. No. I, I barely had money to afford no. my pitcher of beer. I can't even call you a cab. I will say a prayer over you and hope that you get home safe and you don't kill anybody, but I cannot put any effort into anybody who doesn't put anything I don't, into me. Yeah, I don't give anybody, I don't give anybody a ride. You know. Uh, I was actually last night, uh, you just reminded me, oh, I was Lord. on my way home and uh, I stopped by a 7-Eleven mm-hmm. here to get cigarettes and um, I saw uh, a younger guy pushing uh an older guy in a wheelchair. He looked like he was struggling with it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't ask him if they needed a ride, but I asked if they were okay if they needed me to call somebody because they looked like he was struggling pretty hard to push him. The older guy was kind of big. Yeah. Um, and he had, you know, I think he's missing a leg. Um, but the he, one they, pushing? No, no, the one <laughs> in the wheelchair. Shit. <laughs> um, bad. But the the younger kid, he just looked like he probably didn't know how to use a wheelchair. But I just asked him if they needed any help or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't gonna get out and whatever. But I, I'll call somebody for you if you need help. There's a hospital literally, you know, a block away. But 
like I, you know, I at work the other day, I gave a lady a jump on her vehicle because her battery had died. So I don't mind doing that kind of stuff. I, I don't stop. But yeah, I won't stop and pick up a stranger. I won't. St- I don't care if it is a like a you know, like a, a ninety pound cute female because you don't know what's in their head, mm-hmm. and you know under their shirt. They could be packing a gun and have the most crazy thoughts going through their head. That was like that family that stopped. It was a mom, a dad, and a, and two kids, and they stopped to help someone on the side of the road. It was a female, and the female had it set up to where there was two guys that came yep. out of the woods, and, and you don't know if you're getting set the up. Whole fucking family. Yep. Even the children. Like that's yeah. I, I don't. Like I do my good deeds. Like if I see a homeless person, I'll go to the I'll go to the convenience store and pick up like a sandwich, a water, oh, yeah. Gatorade, a bag that. of chips. Yep. You know, and and bring them yeah, some that's, food. That's I'm not going to give them perfectly money. Fine. That's my good deed, but I'm not going to put myself in danger no, to help anybody not. because I'm. I mean, I just I just can't. I have people that I love and and you know, want to spend some time with and I'm not going to put my life in danger to help anybody. That may make me heartless, coldless, whatever, but you know what? I'm still fucking alive. Yep. Uh, many years ago, I was up in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah. And, uh, I was with my buddy Steve and we were just coming out of a Walmart. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, uh, this pickup truck uh, pulled up in front of us and there were uh, two cute redneck girls in it and they were asking us they asked us if uh, we were old enough to buy alcohol and we were mm-hmm. we're like yeah and they're like do y'all want to party and we're like maybe where and uh, she's the one girl she's like she's like oh well we got a hotel room hop on in and I looked at Steve and Steve looked at me and we both had that same thought fucking set up Mm-hmm. That I mean, I, there is just something about it. Like now, maybe, maybe they were just nineteen, twenty-year-old girls couldn't get any of their own alcohol and wanted to drink. Yeah, that could be the case. But it's just as likely that there would have been two dudes with baseball bats or guns in that hotel room waiting, mm-hmm. you know, to to kick the shit out of us and rob us. So. Uh, obviously we didn't go said fuck all that because you never know I mean you never know that's why you know I mean if you see somebody stranded on the side of the road and you want to stop the most help you can give them is to make a phone call that is the best way to help like obviously if someone if you know someone's like in danger get out there and help you know but uh yeah when I see people broken down on the side of the road I stop, roll my window down a little bit. Hey, are you okay? You want me to call someone for you? Because that's as far, that's as much as I'm doing. You know, sorry about your luck, but you know, I'm not gonna get out and risk my life. You know, to do a good deed. Yeah, I hear you on that one because you know it's not just me anymore. It's uh, it's you too. Yeah. So when- I mean, I'll call anybody you want. You know, tow truck, whatever. If you're broke, man, and if I have a few bucks, I'll even help out that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Oh, throw in some money for your toe, whatever. But no, sir, I'm not getting, I'm not, I don't want to be on some, you know, 
list of victims for a serial killer. Yeah. That's not how I want to go out. Speaking of serial killers, didn't we find out that serial schizophrenics or serial killers like IPAs? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I read that as a little thing. It uh, popped up on my Facebook feed. Is a little um, <laughs> why? How? Okay. <laughs> well, um, uh, the penthouse shared it. Okay. And uh, apparently, there's a study done. I'm guessing by some some university or whatever. And uh, so they did two tests on I can't remember how many people. Um, they did two tests, and one was you know what kind of beers do you like, and then. So people filled that out. Mm-hmm. And then they gave each of those people a, uh, a personality quiz as well. And what they found was that uh, people with malevolent personality traits, which tend to be psychopathic, also tend to like IPA-style beers, India Pale Ales. So, so it doesn't mean everybody that drinks an IPA is a psychopath. Mm-hmm. What it means is that psychopaths prefer IPAs. So, and, and I was talking with that uh, with uh, Sam about that the other day, and and it's it's one of those things where it kind of makes sense because uh, people that are psychopaths mm-hmm. generally there's something wrong with them, obviously, but they also uh, they crave like uh, extreme sensory input. So, you know, like. Food, ha- it can't just be a little spicy. It's got to be extremely spicy, you know. Sex can't just be sex. It's got to be hardcore rape, you know. Mm. And beer can't just be beer. It's got to it's gotta taste, you know, like a mouthful of hops. So it kind of makes sense that, that that's the way they are. Yeah. Well, we are just about out of time. We'll have to elaborate on that on the next yeah. episode. Absolutely. So I just want to thank everybody for listening. Please don't forget to go to the Facebook page, um, www.facebook.com forward slash Kitty Experience, all one word, no spaces. Um, and don't forget, we also have an email. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, or have a topic that you would like us to discuss or cover, you can email us at the um, deviantkitty.experience at gmail.com. And with that, I just want to say thank you all for listening, and um, we'll see you next time. Bye.